Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting. They can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 117, Making Space for Bad City, part two, by Mr. Money Mustache of mrmoneymustache.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. Welcome everybody to Optimal Finance Daily, the Tuesday edition, where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And in case you missed yesterday's episode, Today's show is uh, the second part of a two-parter, so if you didn't hear Mondays, that would probably be a good place to start uh, since this is a continuation day. And before we get into the post from MMM, if you haven't subscribed yet, it would be a huge help if you did that. You'll get these episodes delivered to you automatically, no more uh, hunting to try to find them, and by subscribing, you'll help our podcast rankings as well. So just hit that subscribe button in the podcast app of your choice, and you'll be good to go. All right, that is it for the intro today. Let's wrap up this post as we start optimizing your life. Making Space for Badassity, Part 2, by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. The MMM Family's Secret Frugality Weapon. When people encounter this site for the first time, they usually see my family's $25,000 annual spending number and assume that we have an extremely frugal lifestyle. My family could never be as radical as those guys. Mustache's ways are extreme, they say, but we'll implement a few small changes in our own way. This frustrates me to no end because I don't even try to save money anymore. All I see is an abundance of luxury in every direction when I gaze out my kitchen window. But I've recently come to realize there is one way that we are extreme when compared to other families of similar background. We schedule a lot less stuff into our lives. While others will buy an unlimited annual ski pass and ride the mountains every weekend, I'll get a four-pack and make a single week-long trip with my friends. Others will buy a cottage and split their time between two houses, but I'm happy with one. While others will start with a cat, then have a kid, then adopt a dog, then another dog, then create second, third, and fourth kids, I'm feeling plenty busy with just my boy. None of this is done with money in mind. It is done out of a desire for balance, free time, and a safety margin in life. By keeping our non-negotiable commitments to only 50% of our time, we leave the other 50% open for growth, self-development, and an ability to work much harder to deal with the black swan events that life inevitably serves up. While others might imagine we're missing out on life by not stacking it up with more activities, I feel we're allowing ourselves just the right amount of space to actually live it. And of course, the side effect this has on the money side has been very large as well. I think this difference in life planning style might boil down to my slightly compulsive tendency to think of future consequences. When I was a 26-year-old deciding between BMW and 401k as the destination for each financial windfall, I always chose the more responsible option because I predicted my future self would appreciate it. Even today, 
When I opened the fridge at dinner time and faced the tempting selection of ice-cold Colorado microbrews laid out in front of me, I usually leave them untouched. Not because I don't crave one, but because I don't want the future me to have to deal with a flabby beer belly. The same thought process applies when I consider signing up for a big future commitment, like a busy weekend trip or yet another well-meaning project related to this blog or even adopting a cat. Sure, it sounds lovely in theory, but will my future self appreciate having that much time taken away from him when he might have other plans? Of course, you can take future fixation too far and end up with a boring life today, but I correct for this by imagining a future me regretting a boring youth and do my best to strategically misbehave at optimal levels today. So far, so good, as I do not lead an overly pure or monk-like life. Getting back to the point, to become richer, you need to make changes in your life, but changes take effort. And to perform this effort, you'll need to free up the time and energy to become powerful enough to do it. How to make space for bad city. When finding yourself in a hole, the first thing to do is stop digging. In the world of gaining more leverage over your own life, this means to stop adding complexity. To get you started, here are a few tips from my own book of rules. Discover the power of no. For the next several weeks, Say no to all optional plans which are outside of biking distance of your house. If you don't have a bike, make that walking distance. You need to start focusing your lifestyle on your local radius. Try having a weekend with nothing planned except catching up on things around the house and exercising right within your neighborhood. Next time someone other than your very closest friends or family invites you to a distant wedding, make up an excuse and give yourself the gift of staying home instead. Save that energy for the people nearer and dearer to you, including yourself. Institute a Purchase Procrastination Program. Pause any and all research and shopping trips besides food and make do with the things you have at home. If you have a vacation coming up, promise yourself you'll get that special purchase made after the vacation instead of before it. If you're working on a major life goal, delay the purchase until after you achieve it. Clean, cancel, and declutter. By now, you'll already start having more free time. Use it to attack your garage, your closet, your kitchen junk drawer. Sell stuff on Craigslist, recycle, give away, and trash anything not important to you. Note the new breathing space that opens up in your mind and even your lungs. And of course, if you haven't done so already, cancel cable TV and stop consuming the daily news. Sharpen the saw. The most efficient thing you can ever do with your time is to make yourself a better person, so... Spend some of your new free quiet time by starting each morning with a 45-minute walk in the quietest local area you can find. If you're already knowledgeable in weight training, do a bit of it each day. If not, at least do some push-ups and yoga for now. Learn about basic meditation and do it. And then, if you follow these steps, within a week or two, you will have roughly doubled your free time and energy, which gives you the power to start really making the more difficult changes. Sell your expensive cars and replace them with efficient ones from the mid-2000s or before. Get a bike. Find a smarter place to live that's closer to work or a smarter place to work that's closer to home. And get a raise for yourself while you're at it. The U.S. labor market is quite literally at its strongest point in most of our lifetimes. Look through this blog's list of all posts and implement all of the ideas from the early articles one by one and watch how your life expenses peel away. None of this is all that difficult. At this point, hundreds of thousands of people, many with far fewer advantages than yourself, have done exactly this and have drastically changed their lives for the better. If you've been poking around here on this site for a while and still find that major change and plentiful surplus money is in short supply, stop struggling 
and start by slowing down. You just listened to part two of the post titled Making Space for Bad City by Mr. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And again, if you enjoy listening to our podcast and uh, would like to help us keep it going and growing, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. It's a great way to show your support. And while you're at it, please also check out and subscribe to our brother podcasts, Optimal Living Daily and Optimal Health Daily. If you enjoy this show, you're going to love those too. And that'll do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. Tomorrow, I'll be reading a post from one of our newest authors to join the show. That's Kaylin Bruce of Money Mini Blog. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from amazing bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.